0: All right. Welcome to episode three of the Not Greta podcast. We are still Sarah and Becca. And we're here <laughs> to talk about um, very important things. Um, Becca, what's one of our topics this week?
1: We have a bunch of... I mean, okay, as always, cat updates. Because, I mean, folks need to know what's going on with our four wonderful boos. Sure. Um, but we're going to be discussing a debate about whether uh folks should be eating boneless wings, wings with bones in them. I guess that's a, a regular wing. Or and here's here's where it gets crazy. Cauliflower wings. Yeah. Which might be something did is that a is that a real thing or did you invent that? I think that's a thing. And then like the you know an evergreen question is whether we should uh, just leave this this planet um, and try and try and try our luck on a different
0: one. So, yeah, I think that's the plan for this episode. Yeah. And as always, we'll be closing it out with our Gretas and not Gretas. So um, stay tuned.
1: Stay tuned. All right. So now for some cat updates. Sarah, do you want to kick off the cat updates?
0: Sure. OK, so um we're kind of on like a little uh, news roller coaster with Minnie because you know we thought <laughs> she had a weird blue spot on her skin, then it turned out it was her hair growing back, but now she's got like a big bald spot. And in- this is like a new area. Um, and at first I felt like she had like a wound, but I've inspected it and I really I don't see any scratch or anything. I truly <laughs> think that she's just licked all her hair off in this one area. Yeah. I mean, do
1: you think that you're you're just like noticing a lot about Minnie because you're home so much and actually these are just like this things is a that v- make up you know It's a
0: very large
1: bald spot. <laughs> Ernie used to have anxiety, cat anxiety, and Ezra would do the same thing, but like in the way that you know those Halloween costumes where you look like a skeleton? <laughs> Uh, ernie's a black cat so she would kind of look like that but then then we worked through the anxiety issues Uh,
0: i mean i don't know if there's anything new that would be causing her anxiety probably not she seems the same i mean cats also just do weird stuff yeah yeah um yeah so i don't know i mean like i said i looked really closely i don't see any sort of scratch or anything because I thought, well, maybe Benjamin scratched her there and she's like, you know, licking her wound. And, but I really don't see anything. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. And then in Benjamin updates, um, he has recently become accustomed to having a second breakfast each morning. <laughs> Because he's, like, it's very chivalrous. He le- he lets Minnie eat all of the breakfast, but then he's upset that he didn't get as much as he wanted, so he demands a second one, and it's really hard to not give it to him.
1: I really empathize with Benjamin. He, You know, he's trying to, you know, be this, like, chivalrous, you know, brother or
0: whatever <laughs> to Minnie, where he's like, no, no, like, you go ahead, you eat the <laughs> breakfast, and then he's just left with, like, a deep sense of regret. And- yeah. Yeah, he's not... He's not happy with his choices, I think. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Man, my love for
1: Benjamin only grows week after week. Um, Yeah, I guess, you know, update us next week about Minnie. Uh, I look forward to to that. I don't think the cats have any, like, you know, tremendous updates. I will say I'll share a little story, which is that Ernie, like, can't be trusted to sleep uh, in our bed or be on the same floor of us while we're sleeping because she wants Uh, while Allison was asleep, drooled
0: into Allison's eye. And so, I mean, I think that's an act of love, but
1: go Uh, on. uh, Yeah, I'm not sure Allison interpreted it that way. Um, But, you know, so Ernie has to stay downstairs while we sleep. And the way that we enforce that is there's a baby gate. And really tragically, you know, at some time, you know, at night, when we're getting towards bedtime, we put Ernie on the other side of the baby gate. We say, good night, Ernie. And sometimes Bessie gets, like, very sad about it. They're not really, like, Ernie's very mean to Bessie, but Bessie and Ernie will sit on opposite sides of the baby gate, just kind of, like, looking at each other, and also sometimes, like, hissing at each other. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's very sweet, and it breaks my heart, and I have petitioned for Ernie to be allowed to stay in the bedroom approximately 400 times, uh, but the petition has been denied
0: each and every time to date, but I'll keep trying. Well, you know, that's a real shame. Yeah, Who knows what to... kind of relationship between the two of them could blossom.
1: I mean, they are together all like the other 16 hours of the day and so far no, no blossoming has occurred. Uh, but I'm, I'm hopeful and I Ernie is just like really cute and sweet, so I, I would like having her around but I'm also very large attorney. She likes to sleep on my pillow, so I could I for the best. Oh, these cats. Yeah, no, truly. Um, all right, cool. So that's, yeah, that's the updates. So I, I, I actually hope not to have updates. It'd be a great week if there was no uh, cat dilemma going on. So,
0: But think of how our listeners would feel It's no it's cat updates.
1: Our, our listeners have become accustomed to... Um,
0: <laughs> so Episode three and expectations are high.
1: I know. I'll tell the cats they need to create more drama and see what see what they can come up with in the writers' room. Um. All right. Should we kick it over to topics of the week?
0: Yes. Our first topic is the topic of
1: wings. Um.
0: And I guess we should specify when we're talking about wings, chicken wings, right? Let's just clarify. Are
1: there other there other? Can you eat like? Can you eat a, a duck's wing? I mean, I you
0: could probably okay, a penguin wing. Well, I don't think people really eat penguin. Really? <laughs> Not that I know of, but I mean, yeah, it could happen. You're really starting to ask a question, like, what happens to all the turkey wings? Um, when I cook a turkey at Thanksgiving, somebody, usually the wing does get eaten. But I, like, in general, you mean, like... There
1: may be a business opportunity in well, here.
0: Well, it's probably because they, like, genetically engineer the turkey's breasts to be gigantic and then they have, like, no wings.
1: Wow, this is making a depressing. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So anyway, our to- what we're really going to dig into. Um, what what would you say is your top? Would you say you like a traditional bone-in wing, or boneless, or or a faux wing made of cauliflower? I have a question though
1: for you, which is. Okay. I guess- just tell our listeners like each of us chooses one of the topics this was the topic you chose I mean we brainstormed this together what drew you to this topic
0: um well it just seemed like you know just um not important enough for us to discuss (laughs) um but also so I've had um buttermilk sitting in my fridge for like a week now Okay, I keep okay. looking up things to do with it, and one of the things that comes up is like battering, like chicken or whatever, like things. So I guess I've sort of had like fr- battered, fried things on my mind. I see. Um, and so I just maybe that was kind of in there subconsciously thinking of like chicken wings and like a buttermilk batter and then fried up, you know. But yeah, so I don't know. For me, I think I would say top would be like a boneless chicken wing. Okay then the cauliflower dupe, and then a bone-in chicken wing at at the bottom. But, like, I will say, this is, like, a ranking of three very good things. Just because the bone-in chicken wing at the bottom doesn't mean, like, I wouldn't eat it if somebody gave me one. Hmm. Okay.
1: (laughs) I... I don't know. I have not... The last time I had wings, like, a real bone-in chicken wing was with you, and it was probably eight years ago. Yeah, that's got to be
0: eight or nine years. That's the last time.
1: Last time. I do not like bone in chicken wings. I, well, I don't really like eating food with my hands. And I don't like, I feel like the efficiency ratio on a wing is just like, there's, you know, there's not a lot of edible material there. Right. amount of work you have to do. It's messy. Right. Um, and to be honest, I'm not often at places that serve wings. Um so like a boneless wing, I eat like I effectively eat like a lot of let's my boneless wing, I mean like a chicken tender that I pour buffalo sauce on. Right. A lot of those, but I eat them at home, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, and I don't know that I've ever had a cauliflower wing, but I'm sure I would like it. I think I have the same ranking as you, but I'm, like, the the difference is the distance. So I'm, like, a boneless wing for me is actually basically almost a perfect food.
0: I would say it's up there, yeah.
1: Yeah, but a, but a bone-in wing, I would probably rather eat nothing than a wing with a bone in it.
0: Okay, that's interesting, because... Yeah, I like a boneless or a, a bone-in wing. It's not my top choice. But, like, sometimes, well, especially before in the in the past, in the before times, there's a pizza place near us, you know, we'll order pizza from. And they make, like, pretty good wings, you know? So we would get maybe, like, a half dozen wings along with our pizza. And they're always just, like, typical bone-in wings. Um, and they're good. They're good. But you know what? It's different eating them at home where you, like, can wash your hands and, like, Put right. them on one of your own plates right. that you know is clean, than like at a restaurant, like getting down and dirty in a public place with like sauce all over your hands.
1: Now, if you had to rank all the poultry you can think of in terms of what wings would be the tastiest,
0: feel free to include any avian. Well, <laughs> I mean, I I don't. I mean, I haven't eaten very much exotic poultry. No, um, me neither. But you know, I'm just curious. Okay. Uh, well, you know, turkey vultures are very large birds. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They look very <laughs> muscular. A <laughs> large wing. Yeah, okay. I bet there would be a lot of meat on one of those. Okay, well, that's, you know,
1: that's pretty good. What about, a, like, a pigeon wing? A pi- no, too small. Uh, okay, what about, what are, I literally don't even know the names of any birds. What about a... Bald eagle. Bald eagle <laughs> <laughs> would you eat a
0: bald eagle wing? If
1: bald eagles were not protected animals in this country, and I happened <laughs> to be in a place where people, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to contribute to the um, the murder of, or I guess the killing of such a majestic creature. But if I happened in uh, an alternative reality to come to a place where there was a bald eagle wing, would I eat it? Like. Based on the sole question of whether or not I would think it was tasty, yes. I would try a bald eagle wing, but I'm I'm also imagining they're yeah, they're just very large.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't I feel like they're um I don't know. I feel like they're probably um not as bulky as you'd expect. Or like they're very live. Mm, okay, okay. Flying around, you know, diving into the water to catch fish and stuff. Yeah, I think I'm realizing that
1: potentially chicken wings like you know we both don't try not we both try not to eat very much meat but I think chicken wings seem much more okay I'm trying to wonder why I think it's okay to eat a chicken's wing but not like other animals wing and I think because chicken wings are like a byproduct of a a larger industry for other chicken products whereas I think it's quite sad but yeah yes yes but you know people don't regulate to my knowledge eat bald eagles or other things
0: so it's not likely that you'd have to cast off a wing to be eating um what if you were like a, like a survivalist like in the woods and like you like that was like the easiest thing to hunt in wherever you are and like you don't want to waste any part of of the animal right like like if you're in the woods like
1: and I'm in the woods in a year before bald eagles became a protected
0: species then you would eat a wing
1: I if I
0: yeah if I had killed the bald (laughs) eagle I would eat the wing but what if you found it and it was already dead I don't think if you're a survivalist you should eat animals you find dead but well like if a mountain lion like hunted it and like took all the meat that it wanted and left the wing behind
1: you really worked yourself quite (laughs) hypothetical. Uh, yeah, okay, in that circumstance, I would, and actually, I'm realizing that there are survivalists that do eat dead animals, because I was watching a YouTube channel where, it's like in Alaska, and whenever a moose gets hit, or an animal gets hit on the highway, the highway folks call these people, and they go and they get the meat. It makes
0: uh, sense. Does it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I mean, I guess. Ah, yeah, okay, I... Yeah, I guess in this example I would eat the wing. But but I might, you know, I don't know if I would like it. Yeah, all right. I I love this question. I it makes me hungry and uh uh next topic is I I chose this. Um and the topic title is reconsidering my pos- my position on leaving this planet to head to Mars. Um And I guess I'll I'll give a little context here, which is to say that I uh, have always found it weird that people are so interested in um, the idea that we're going to, like, colonize other planets. Not because that's not intellectually interesting, but mostly because my position has always been, like, uh, we need to, like, figure out the problems here before we go bring those problems to someone else. You, you know, there's that phrase, like, no matter where you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if humans go to Mars, like, they're just gonna, like, create, uh, like, climate change on Mars. You know, they're just gonna, like... Yeah, let's we'll just fuck another planet. Up. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, um, but now I've decided to slightly change my position, um, which we can discuss. I guess I, I would first, though, like to get kind of your take on it.
0: Um, so I saw Apollo thirteen when I was a kid and it was very scary. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have always said I'm not going to space. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. The all there was like a
1: weird set of like Independence Day, Apollo thirteen, all those like space movies when we were kid and they yeah.
0: none of them went well in any way. Do you think it was like like Hollywood like trying to like discourage a generation of kids from becoming astronauts Those uh, well, like
1: we didn't become astronauts <laughs> so that worked
0: right i mean those were all in our childhood like how many millennial astronauts are there like <laughs> <laughs> we'll never maybe there aren't any and it's because of all those movies that came out in like the early maybe, 1990s episode we should invite an astronaut on the pod do we know any um listen <laughs>
1: listeners are any of you an astronaut
0: or do you know an astronaut
1: we're yeah we're open um okay well yeah so i respect that and i hear you and i also don't know that i would find the the, yeah it does seem very scary especially the notion of entry into a planet that's
0: when all the problems happen in the (laughs) movies
1: yes uh i agree i agree my thinking though on this has changed because um this planet is is maybe doomed, and
0: yeah I now, think maybe
1: yeah, now I'm like, oh, uh, maybe it would be good to go somewhere else, um but you know, of course i I'm here to to fight for planet Earth, but um I did look up some facts that I wanted to share with you about this, oh, please do process so number one and and i have some questions based on that number one uh the trip to mars first of all there's you have to line up where mars is and where earth is so the window opens every like 26 months okay um but okay that's good you have a lot of time to plan you know we know when the next window uh would be and the journey will take nine months yeah my question is having been staying at home pretty much for many months like do you i guess what i'm trying to say is if someone in january was like hey would you be cool on a spatial for nine months i'd be like no i'd go like i would not be able to do that yeah
0: Um, now i'm like you know that's probably fine um i don't think i don't think i'm there yet nine months is a long time we've been home for like five months okay and well i mean we're not you know we We walk around the block and target curbside pickup, so. But you can walk around the spaceship. Well, I mean, that feels like it would get tiresome. And, like, and then for what? Then you get to Mars and there's nothing there. It's just rocks.
1: Um, I feel, yeah, I have like the opposite answer of you in a way where I'm, like, nine months, no problem. Well, oh, wait, shit. Do you have the internet in a space shuttle?
0: No, no, there's no, there's no internet forget it never mind okay i totally forgot the internet doesn't exist if there was like already a civilization set up there maybe but i yeah i don't like you said i don't i don't have that pioneer spirit that's not I i
1: mean and well that was gonna be my other question is like what if you get to mars And And there are people there because, you know, if anyone is colonizing Mars, or moving to Mars, I don't say colonizing, but um, you know, that means that many people are probably going. What if the rest of the people there are like assholes?
0: Like, you don't want to hang out with the rest of the people who've gone to Mars. It's true, yeah. You're You're stuck there. You're you're compatible with the other people there. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I I don't think I would make the commitment um, at this point.
1: Right. Okay, that seems fair to me. Um, but even knowing what you know
0: about Earth, you're still you're gonna stick with Earth. I mean Yeah, because even though Earth is shitty, there's literally nothing on Mars. <laughs> so I think that would be worse. I don't, I don't know. I'm just
1: not a hundred percent sure what would be worse.
0: Um yeah. Could we bring the cats to Mars? Um, you can't take your cats like a mile in an Uber. <laughs> okay,
1: uh, I'm speaking more hypothetically. Could one
0: hypothetically, bring? Hypothetically, sure. Okay. Um, but the cats would hate every second of it, <laughs> and it, it, they probably wouldn't even make it all the way to Mars. They'd be so miserable and anxious. Uh-huh. Gosh, you're right.
1: Okay, all right. If there's no cats on Mars, I don't want to
0: go. Yeah, it's not worth it. Mostly where there Mars are cats. cats that are like oh. probably giant insects or something. Martian cats. Martian cats. You're probably super allergic to those. That's <laughs> so true. I've never been tested for
1: Martian allergens. See? And you wouldn't know until it's too late. Uh, no, and yeah, my allergist probably wouldn't come with me. No because there's nothing on mars <laughs> he could set up the first like branch of his practice on mars mm, so there's opportunity for entrepreneurs yes and he'd have a complete monopoly of all the allergen related services
0: that's true the first allergist that makes it to <laughs> mars is gonna make bank they like the first of everything the first
1: podiatrist the first, I mean, I don't know if the gravity on Mars is heavier or lighter than ours, but either way, that's going to wreak havoc on your feet. That's true.
0: Go to Mars if you are going to be the first in your industry to yes. go there. Otherwise, don't bother.
1: Yes. So I'll be the first um, user researcher on Mars. <laughs> Do you, oh, man. that Yeah, I don't have a real purpose on Mars, I guess. I'd have to... I can learn something. Um, I have a can-do spirit. You yes, know? you
0: do. You can learn a, a craft
1: yeah. or skill. I could be the person they do all the allergy tests on. Yep. You can knit
0: everybody hats.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay. All right. I think we're probably not going to Mars. Yeah, we put that one to bed.
0: But, you know, listeners, <laughs> tell <laughs> us what you think. And also, like we said... If you know any astronauts. Yeah, we would. I mean, I feel like,
1: um, I want to say.
0: Millennial astronauts.
1: Yeah, I, I want to say we'd love to talk to an astronaut, but I don't even know what I would ask an astronaut. But, you know, we'd come up with something. We'd have to. But, yeah, I'm I'm eagerly awaiting a connection to a. We're not picky about country, though. It can be an astronaut from any any country. Oh,
0: sure, sure. But millennial would be preferred because I I really now I'm theorizing that there perhaps are not very many millennial astronauts. Well, you need to have like a couple of
1: advanced degrees to be. Are we millennials or is that younger than us?
0: No, that's what we are. We are squarely millennials. I know. That's embarrassing. (laughs) Let's move on. Okay, so
1: we're going to do our Greta, not Greta segment. It's that time. I guess. Should I kick it off or you, Linda? Yeah.
0: Why don't you start by telling us what is Greta for you this week?
1: All right. So it's been quite a week. Uh, A little, you know, I'm trying to keep it lighthearted. I I think that's a good way to go with this podcast. There's enough of everything out in the world. Um, But... Uh, I will say something that has brought me some joy is the TV show Selling Sunset. Yes. I'm aware I am very behind on the show. There's somehow three seasons, and I've never heard of it.
0: Um, and you just but, got me into it this week.
1: Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. glad to spread it. I got my cousin watching. It, I got you watching it. The more, the better, because I have a lot of hot takes. Yeah, and, I've
0: just uh, finished season one, but I'm a fan.
1: I would just be talking to myself if you uh, weren't. You, watch probably,
0: it. you probably are anyway. <laughs> I try to get Nick to watch it with me, but he he just
1: can't. I mean, it's not good. But it is. Oh, I mean, it's amazing. It's so good. Nick has, you know, more sophisticated taste
0: than he I do. He has than... much better taste than I do.
1: Yeah, so we, we both marry people with good taste. And, um, I mean, good thing we're best friends. Like, I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, my taste
0: is garbage <laughs> <me too. laughs>
1: so yeah I, I highly recommend selling sunset if someone wants to just you know indulge in a little little just time to themselves and also reflect on maybe why um yeah maybe why living in Los Angeles is not the best idea
0: it does kind of make me want to like go to LA and like rent a really fancy house on Airbnb for just like one night really yeah Why? I don't know because those houses are cool, but I, you know, it's a whole lifestyle commitment. (laughs) Okay. So
1: the show, yeah, the show is about like people selling very fancy homes in Los Angeles, mostly in like, I guess, Hollywood Hills. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, the houses are all pretty fancy. And uh, you wouldn't
0: want to stay in like a house with like an infinity pool on the side of a hill for just like one night.
1: No. But
0: it would be so fun
1: now earthquakes
0: it's not the one night that you're there you should be good
1: <laughs> uh i don't know i just feel like lots of very random things have happened to me and very unlikely and listen if there's gonna be an earthquake you're not gonna catch me in a fucking infinity pool on the side of a hill
0: like that's just th- no way all right well i'm gonna live my best life and go try one of those out sometime
1: <laughs> you know what better than an infinity pool on a cliff literally anything else like a couch and an ikea
0: i mean Um, i've done that
1: it's yeah it was wasn't it great it was okay (laughs) yeah the lifestyle i think is not for me and um yeah no i don't but the show is very enjoyable yeah the show is perfect it's a masterpiece and
0: uh what is your okay so what is your Greta? um i started listening to a podcast called the neighborhood listen and i guess i'm like talking about a podcast on a podcast but that's cool um it's improvised they take um posts from like or people send in posts from like their next door their local next door website that are just ridiculous and then they improvise characters based off of that and it's just – it's so funny, and I've never, like, binged a podcast. Like, I'm binging this one. Like, I finish one episode, and I just go right on to the next one. So it's really funny. I recommend it. Sounds amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. What's, what's not Greta for you this week, Becca? Uh,
1: Again, you know, there's always <laughs> so much to choose from. Um, But I'm going to go with, again – like trying to you know pick some stuff on the lighter side so I'm gonna go with my I my lack of a rolling pin I uh, as you know very well I was not much of a cook pre stay at home pre in the before times um and by not much of a cook I mean like I probably turned on I have like a five burner gas stove and I, I probably turned it on like once a month maybe um and i never turned on the oven we were afraid of the oven i still don't know how to set the oven timer I'm <laughs> and i frequently as a result just leave the oven on but Allison always catches it cuz she checks um that's that's good <laughs> yeah thank God for else i would have burned down the apartment um but yeah as a result i'm like I, i'm i'm now baking and cooking a lot you know just like in an attempt to a um, reduce, like, the groceries that have to come into the house, and, B, reduce the use of, uh, like,
0: you know, getting rid of, like, plastic and stuff, so I'd yeah. rather... And, um, you're filling all these endless stretches of time, we Oh, yes, I, I also <laughs>
1: um, am trapped in my apartment, so um, <laughs> the hours they pass so slowly, uh, so, yeah, I've been baking and stuff, but I, I just, I'm missing, like, critical pieces of infrastructure here, including a rolling pin, and, yeah. For some things, you can kind of get away with like stretching it with your hands, but I tried to make pita the other day, and the the what I ended up producing was delicious, but because I didn't I didn't have like a you know dough of consistent thickness rolled out, it was kind of more just like a non, you know, like a yeah, still pocket. tasty,
0: but no pocket, I guess. Right, exactly.
1: But yeah, that's my that's my nakaretta. What's yours?
0: Um. So we get like um, a weekly produce delivery. Mm-hmm. And this week in our delivery, we got tons of tasty things, but we also got something called aronia berries, which I looked up. They're also called chokeberries. They looked like blueberries. So I like po- popped one in my mouth, like, oh, wow, nice local blueberries. And they are so bitter. Um, and then uh, I learned because I Googled them the reason they're called chokeberries is because they make your mouth feel very, very, very dry when you eat one. <laughs> um, so it was not a nice feeling. But I looked it up and apparently they're like a super fruit, you know, like they're super nutrient dense and I don't want to waste them. So I like I put them in my smoothie at lunch today. It was it was fine, Um, but I would not get them again, given the choice. Yeah,
1: that's unfortunate. I feel like, yeah, that name was not a great sign. You know, like if
0: someone was like, what should we call these? Well, you know, it's funny. Like I said, they have two names. They did not call them chokeberries on the online listing. Of course not. They call them Aronia berries. And I was like, oh, cool. A type of berry I've never tried. Yeah. So there you have it. Low stakes news. Uh, yeah. I do you
1: want to say a little message for Sam? Stay strong, Sam. We love you. And
0: uh... yeah, we're thinking about you. Uh, yeah. So next time, um, maybe we'll read. This is on you, listeners. Perhaps <laughs> we'll read some listener emails <laughs> if we have one. We have one! Oh, okay, well, what is <laughs> it?
1: So, I'm not I'm not gonna say their name, um, because I didn't ask for permission, and that doesn't seem cool, but uh, their vote is A, we're not too old for skateboarding, we just need some knee pads and a helmet. That's good. Just, I mean, it's very reasonable. Yeah. Right? I, I don't think we even considered that. We could. <laughs> I don't think we did <laughs> t- talk about protective equipment at all. Yeah, I, we... <laughs> maybe this person should replace me uh as the host of the show um co-host of the show so uh and then they also said they too are a little worried about walking up and down stairs um just in general i mean i think that you know like we're getting to that age and they were like oh yeah i recently also started to think that
0: (laughs) yeah stairs are hazardous yeah they're they're no help to anybody yeah, ramps all around, you know. If it's accessible for people in wheelchairs, it's accessible for everybody. It's true, it's true. I love that. They do yeah, take cause... up more space though.
1: That's fine. You know, we've made space for cars. We can make space for people. That's true. Um, That's true. All right. Is there anything else we wanted to cover in tonight's episode? um
0: oh so we lost control of our email. <laughs> we but... lost control of our entire Google account. <laughs> but I think we've regained control of it. And our email address is um, <laughs> Sarah and Becca at notgretapodcast.com, so that's Sarah with an H and Becca with a K, and we'll we'll share your comments on on the nec- on a future episode. Yeah, Sarah, I'm
1: sorry, I, uh, I lost control of our email by literally losing the password. Uh, and then it's got quite a while.' It's like fine. To I've that. got
0: it written down on a very secure uh, post-it note on my desk. So. Yeah, no,
1: now we now we like really have it's uh thing, but
0: um yeah, that was my bad. It's fine. We all make mistakes. <laughs> thank
1: you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. I guess uh signing off of episode 3. Uh I mean, we don't I don't know what we'll talk about next week, but I'm sure something
0: something ing- hard-hitting and important.
1: Hard-hitting and important and potentially there'll be an astronaut.
0: Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, listeners.
1: Goodbye. I think we should... Oh.